I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Are you a Yeovil Town fan? Do you want to help shape the future of Yeovil Town Football Club? The Glovers Trust exists to give Yeovil Town fans a democratic voice in the running of the club. Our aim is to strengthen links between the club and the local community it serves, and to engage with as many Yeovil supporters as possible. So, join the Trust today, and together we can build a stronger Yeovil Town Football Club. To find out more and to become a member, visit glovers-trust.co.uk and follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. Here's Lindergaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. So hello and welcome to the Glover's Past from the Glover's Cast. When we asked our listeners uh, which Yeovil Town players they fancied hearing from from down our history, some of them went back a little bit further than we thought. So between 1995 and 1998, Mickey Engwell was captain of Yeovil Town as they fought their way out of what we all know today as the National League South back into the National League. Mickey played 84 times in that period, scoring five goals, including one on that memorable night at Hewish Park against Enfield in 1996. Still gives me a shiver down my spine thinking about that one. Um, Howard Farrington uh, is, a, is a name that 
any listener of the Glovers cast doesn't need to uh, remind it about because I talk about him all the time. So how would spell at Yeovil, first spell at Yeovil, I should say, lasted just half a season. Uh, but in that time, he scored 23 goals in 25 matches alongside, obviously, Warren Patmore, who went on to become a Yeovil legend. So first of all, can I just say, uh, gentlemen, it's an absolute pleasure to have you both on there. I completely admit to being a fanboy. When I was a Yeovil Town supporter at the age of 15, 16, you two were in your in your heyday. So you were my heroes as a young man so uh, thanks again for talking to us that's a pleasure my pleasure yeah no no yeah absolute yeah, pleasure fantastic well Mickey if I can start with you because obviously your time uh with the Oval Town started uh, but before Howard's you joined uh, I think Graham Roberts was manager at the time and the club had just been relegated to what we called the ISIS league then uh, I mean how did that move come about was Graham somebody that you you knew from your time at that that level yeah, I'd um, I played uh, at Enfield Town with with Graham, and uh, and we had moved from there to Harabara. So I'd been with him for a couple of clubs, and uh, obviously when the Yeovil Town job came for Graham, he, he contacted me and said, "Would I uh, would I be interested in the travelling, etc." And to be honest, I you know you know the fan base, you know the history of Yeovil Town, so uh, I was only just too pleased to um, to join him and. And travelled down there with the uh, with the Grays boys um, for the couple of seasons that I had there. It was probably some of the best football, the most enjoyable football that um, that I've played in my career. So it was a it was a move that was um, totally totally worthwhile. And, and was it Graham's uh, you know attraction? Was it was it playing for him that made you move, or or you'd obviously knew of Yeovil Town as a you know well well known non league club, probably more for their sort of FA Cup history around that time, I'd imagine. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Howard would say the same as me. I mean, Yeovil's a, a massive club. It's um, it's well known, as, a, as you said before, the history of the club goes goes back years. So it's uh, when someone offers you to go to a club as good and as big and as prolific as that, you you just jump at the chance. And and when he asked me, I, I had a word with the uh, with my partner at the time, and and she totally agreed. And and as I say, it was uh, probably the best three years of of my, of my career. So yeah. a, a choice well made. Yeah, and we did we did have uh, Graham on earlier in the summer. Actually, he came on and spoke to us about that time, uh, and he sounded like it was never a dull moment with him, was there as manager? <laughs> no, again, as H would say, you always have to be on your toes. Uh, yeah. You never know what was going to get thrown at you. You never know how he was going to be. But one thing I can say about the man, he um, he got a group of players together. Yeah, that was uh, just exceptional, uh, and and us travelling travelling from Grays to yourself or that area and the and, and the um, the Oval Boys, it just all gelled brilliantly, and and he got us playing some of the best football I think that um, yeah most of us have seen. Yeah, Howard, I got to ask you. I mean, when you were training with him, was he was he still playing then, Graham? Was he uh, was he on the training pitch? Did he <laughs> stick a few tackles in? Yeah, um, like you say, I, I'd obviously um, w- w- watched him play when I was younger and, and and I think Mickey sort of hinted it a little bit there, obviously, with his history and stuff. But yeah, he still liked to leave his foot in and um, <laughs> certainly was a bit more careful with um, with us. But um, certainly when he played in those games, you know, in those league games, yeah, there was a few people that um, sort of came off, uh, certainly worse for wear from one of his ch- challenges. Yeah, to be, could... on, to be honest with you, Dave, I think Howard was far too quick for Graham. But you still tell him. You don't tell him that. I mean, he, uh, him Owen Picard and, and Warren Patmore were a little yeah. bit too quick for Graham at the time. But yeah, um, you definitely didn't say that to him because uh, I don't think <laughs> he'd walk. 
I always thought that about Graham was that, but he had that quality about him, didn't he? That he, in, in a way, didn't need to be quick because I remember some of the passes he could put, uh, you know, he could ping a ball from, you know, his own half into the, uh, into the other half, straight to the foot of, a, of another player. It was, you know, he was obviously, uh, you could tell he was a very quality player um, in his time. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, it was, um, it was, it was unbelievable. Yeah. He was, um, like you say, he'd pick a pass, but, but it also, like I say, it, it was one of those things that he always looked like he had um, an extra couple of seconds on the ball. Yeah. Um, uh, like you say, but it was also his organisation. He'd been there, seen it and done it. And it, it, it was such a help to have around as well um, yeah. to sort of have some of that experience and, and that kind of sort of, like I said, been through it all before. That It was just, you know, a real comfort to have sort of in your side. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, Mickey, I mean, in that first season, obviously, club had come down from the um, from the conference uh, and Graham assembled a team of, you know, some quite experienced heads, in, including yourself. But one player that people probably didn't know a lot about when he arrived was was Warren Patmore, who obviously, you know, went on to become a, a, a hero for the for the club. And in that first season, I do remember he had a spell when we had the. Uh, Giuliano Grazioli, didn't we, on, on, on loan for a little while. And I just remember the link-up play. And obviously, you know, we saw that again when he, um, he played with Howard. I mean, what, what do you remember about Warren Patmore in that, in that first season? Because he, he was pretty quick off the mark, wasn't he, as a striker at that level? Yeah, yeah well, I mean, we, we were blessed with some fantastic centre-forwards, uh, Howard being one, Owen, Warren, Giuliano. I mean, we had some great class and quality up there. Um, with Wazza... Uh, again, nine times out of ten, if you get the ball wide or set pieces, you know that he's going to be there or thereabouts and, and getting his head onto the ball. Yeah. His hold-up play was second to none. Uh, his presence, he was very dominating. I just thought he, his, his all-round game, uh, again, along with the other centre-forwards that we had, uh, made our job a lot easier, uh, so to speak, because we knew that if we got balls wide and we our build-up play was good, we've got half a chance of scoring. Hence the reason I think we... We scored X amount of goals on that title-winning season. It was just, uh, I mean, they were just ruthless up top there. It was phenomenal. And, and Howard, obviously, uh, you know, we'll come to, I'm sure, a bit more about your uh, your first spell with the club. But you struck up a great relationship with um, uh, with, with Warrington. And, and as I say, alongside the likes of Owen Pickard and, um, and Giuliano Grazioli, I mean, what was it made him such a good player to play alongside? Because he always seemed to score a lot of goals himself, but bring a lot of goals out of other players as well. How did he, how was he as a strike partner? Well, um, I think like Mickey sort of hinted at it there, um, he, he brought so many sort of other players in, in, into the game. Um, I mean, obviously me included, it, 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 it was like, say, fantastic to, to play up there with. Um, like um, Mick said, he'd hold the ball up really well. It'd, it'd, it'd get winners, win headers in the air, and obviously I'd try and get on the end of them. Um, but he was also deceptively quite quick and a, a real talented footballer for such a big lad as well. Um, so it, it was very much a sort of a role where I was, he was the foil for me, and I'd probably make runs in behind. But and that's kind of quite rare that I sort of played that role. So. It was probably one of my, well, it's certainly most enjoyable partnership I've had um, with another player over sort of a 20-game period. Um, and not just because I was scoring goals, but also um, the, the amount of work he put in um, for the side, but also his strike partner as well, whether that be me or Dean Birkby or whatever. Um, yeah. You know, he would he would often be quite unselfish, but but like you said, he'd also chip in with 
a, a massive amount of goals, which is quite sort of rare for a player that is quite unselfish. They, they tend not to, to get the plaudits in the numbers they score in terms of goals, but he certainly, he, he could do both, which like I say, made him an absolute, you know, real handful for any sort of centre-half, really. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I do. I, I do agree with that. I mean, yeah. I think uh, our forward line worked tremendously hard, um, and, and you know, it's an old cliche, but defending starts at the front. But it just made it a lot easier for us because they worked so hard, and and a lot of the time that didn't go, you know, they go noticed because uh, I mean, they were stopping teams from playing out from the back, etc. And it, I think that just helped the old team ethos um, and. A lot of the games there, along with the crowd and that, we just didn't look like we was going to get beat. Mm. And I mean, in that first season, Mickey, obviously we had a very good Hayes side who went on to, to win it. And Enfield, you know, as you mentioned there, one of your, your former clubs. Was it a disappointment to just fall short of making a return to the conference at that first attempt in that first season you were with us? Yeah, it's, it's, it's always going to be disappointing because, again, I mean... Yeovil Town being such a big club, such a strong following fan base, it's, uh, they should be playing football, um, you know, in the football league, there's no doubt about it. Um, so when we don't achieve or when we didn't achieve, it was very upsetting, but it just probably kicked us on a little bit to make sure it didn't happen again. So, And, and again, Harold would agree, I think Graham got a group of players there which would work hard for each other. The, the banter was fantastic. Uh, it was just a fun place to be at at that time. Yeah, and, and uh, you mentioned there about you know, that that second season. You added that bit of quality, in particular, two players I remember: uh, Jerry Gill, who obviously went on to Birmingham with Howard, and and Rob Cousins as well. I mean, those two, uh, amongst others, you know, just brought a real bit of uh, extra quality to that second season. Yeah, just pure class. I mean, mm. you could go through from Tony Pennekin go to yeah. Chris Wyatt. Yeah. You had numerous um, numerous players, if players got injured or uh, or suspended or whatever, that could come in and, and just fill their boots and just slip into it as if there'd been nothing changed. I think that's what Graham's, one of Graham's faultars was, was getting a 16 to 18 players of sheer quality. Um, like if... if um, Howard work was fit. You could have Owen go in there, Berkeley go in there, and it's just it's just constant class uh, that we had. So we was blessed, really. Yeah, absolutely. And and Howard, uh, well, I say when we were talking with uh, with Graham earlier in the year, um, he was telling us about signing you and uh, how he went to, to watch you play. You were at Oxford City, is that right? Before you joined Yeovil. Yeah, I'd um, I was, I was sort of playing locally. Yeah, Oxford City. I was um, funnily enough, I was living in Bristol, um, but right. travelling back um, to play at Oxford City. Um, obviously released by Oxford United, sort of previously to that, and um, I think it all sort of came about. I heard of the, the obviously the sort of the interest from sort of number of clubs. Um, I think I then played with Mickey and a lot of the other Yeovil lads at, um, in a representative side down in Dagenham. I think the game was, if I remember rightly. Um, and that was the first time I sort of came across Graham and uh, Terry Cotton and a few of the other lads. Um, and obviously when the interest was there for me to sort of sign, like like Mickey said, such a huge club with a great history. Um, I'd been down to Hewish, I think on Boxing Day that season with Oxford City with a game that got um, postponed after about 20, 30 minutes. And right. as soon as I knew that interest was 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 there, I, you know, I, I didn't have to think twice. I was I was, you know, signing. Yeah, and it was around. Was it January time in the new year that you you, you joined? Oh God! Sound about right. I'm sorry. I'm asking yeah, you. I remember think it was, my, yeah, 97, early January. Yes, early January. I think. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and, and when you when you joined, like you say, there was Ding Burtby there, there was Warren there, obviously. I mean, uh, did, 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 did you wonder whether you were going to get in the side with you know, some of the, the players that there were? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I totally did from going, sort of being, you know, absolutely first choice, sort of nailed on to play pretty much every week or scoring freely at Oxford. Um, yeah. But, you know, th- th- there wasn't a great amount of competition, no disrespect to the club, but obviously the, the different sort of resources at, at their disposal, they couldn't sign such a, like Mickey's already said, such a sort of in sort of quality, uh, in-depth squad. Um, so I knew, barring injury, I'd probably be playing. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas joining Yeovil, it was one of the, the sort of things that sort of was in the back of my mind, but I just had to tr- trust myself and my ability. And, um, you know, luckily I got off to a, a reasonably good start scoring in the second game. Yeah, I, I think that. it <laughs> may, may have been a little bit more of, you know, a bit of a concern. Because um, I certainly know, I think um, it, it's one of those memories that it's not one of the best ones, but I remember I think in that game before I scored, he was hitching at home. Yeah. Um, they took Burke, Dean Burke be off and um, the, the crowd weren't happy. Um, and, and, and I assumed it, it was me they wanted off instead. Um, and luckily I managed to score, I think, a little bit later. And, you know, that, that sort of put my sort of mind at rest a little bit. But yeah, it was, um, you know, it, it was kind of, that sort of spurred me on really to sort of think, right, I've, I've got to really knuckle down here or else I, I, I won't be playing each week with, yeah. with such a sort of quality they had. Like you said, even I think, at that, I think, I, think, I think to be honest with you, Dave, he's being a bit kind on himself. He was, <laughs> he was, he was class. Um, he knew, as he said, he was going, he's always going to play. He was always going to play in my eyes, and and being a captain at the side at the moment, I would have been disappointed if he if he weren't on the team sheet. To be totally honest, but um, you know, great centre forwards, great team, um, and a club that was just second to none, really. I was going to yeah, say, the crest I mean, of a wave, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. I, 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 I think we're, you know, I certainly with me, and I'm, and I guess that came from the lads that, you know, that's the side that Mickey said about the team spirit. We're, we're turn up at places as professional as, as a pro club, and we'd, we'd go out onto that field, and I don't think anyone expected to get beaten, um, and then, and that was again no disrespect to the opposition, but it was just the confidence that was going through the club and, and the side at that time. Um, there were obviously times when things didn't go right, and we, you know, but it, that happened. But uh, certainly, we entering that field. I, I just couldn't see us ever losing. Yeah, I'll make you right. Yeah, I mean, just looking at some of the attendances during that season, you know, to get to uh, three thousand uh, fans, and obviously that that one night, eight thousand uh, in for that Enfield game. I mean, having that support behind you um, from the from the fans, that must have been a lift for you as well to to drive you on. It's just, it's, on, it's just yeah, it, I, I, again, I, I'm sure anyone you ask, having that amount of passionate supporters is it, brilliant for any footballer. Um, and and having it at Yeovil playing in that standard of football, don't get me wrong, that, that, that standard of football is still getting 8,000 with 2,000 locked yeah. outside. Yeah. Um, if you can't play football with that sort of support, then you should be playing cricket. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it was just it was just on a different level, and, and they are very passionate. The the Oval supporters, they command success. Um, and as I said before, I, I think we 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 give them that. And as Howard's just said, it was that confidence. It, it sounds a bit bullshit, but every fixture, where it was away or at home, especially at home, we just didn't think we were going to get beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, to me as well, like Mickey, it's Mickey spot on there. But for me, it was 
also the away support that when when you travel away and see like an army of green and white and they they would they, you know sometimes they'd outnumber the home fans two to one and yeah. just just coming out to that was was it, like I say I, I know it's, it sounds again like a bit cliche but it was just inspirational you yeah, you yeah, thought right yeah. I've, I can't I can't let them down it, it mm. you know it, it it really did mean something to those people at home and away and it, it it really did sort of drive you and inspire you to to give it your all you know um it really did yeah well that's lovely to hear because like i said to you at the beginning there as a 16 70 year old this was my life you know following you guys around the country watching it and uh, and i do remember i mean the one thing that i've always said in the probably more years than i care to imagine watching you over was the one thing you always want you only thing you can ask from a player is to give their absolute all and i think the you know, the quality was obviously there with, with, with this team, but you also felt that you were given everything. And I always thought there might have been a little bit to do with Graham Roberts, because if you didn't give your all, he'd probably let you know about it, I'd have thought. Yeah, yeah and that's yeah, how it yeah. should be. Yeah. yeah. You, I mean, you had to, as, as Howard said before, you, you couldn't rest on your laurels because mm. there was quality to take your place. Yeah. Um, and Graham made sure of that. So, yeah. Um, did that work? I'd like to think it did because no one wants to be left out of the side. Um, and he pretty much, if you have a look at that season, he pretty much had uh, similar players on the team sheet every week because you yeah. didn't want to disappoint. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I mean, I've got to talk about that night, that Enfield game, as you said, 8,007, I think it was, in the uh, in the ground and then uh, plenty more than that locked out as well. I mean, uh, we'd obviously gone toe-to-toe with them at the time. And, uh, and Mickey, that was obviously one of your old teams. If I remember right, they gave us a bit of a thumping at their place uh, earlier in the season, didn't they? So there was some needle about yeah. this one, wasn't there? Oh, massively, yeah. I think, um, as I had said, every team gets an off day, and we had an off day on, on that occasion. Yeah. But after that, I think <clears throat> we went on an unbeaten run of so many games. And, and when they come to us, I can't remember if we was both nearing the 100-point mark. And... Um, and we had that sort of crowd and we got off to a flying start um, and it ended up 2-2. But, you know, just a, just another great day at Yeovil Town. It was um, it's something you'll always remember, I think. I think we were 2-0 up in 10 minutes, something ridiculous. And you Probably. got the first goal, <laughs> didn't you, Mickey, if I remember? Yeah, I've got to be totally honest with you. I haven't said nothing, but I think I was crossing it to Warren, but he got a deflection. <laughs> but I, I said I'd shift the goalkeeper. You know what he's like. You've got to take a goalkeeper. Take him when you can at left back, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Paul Turner scored after six minutes, I think. And we was were tuning up yeah. after six minutes, yeah. And um, they got a couple of goals in the second half. But um, Paul Turner was an yeah. ex-Enfield player as well, wasn't he? Yeah, Turns was one of the lads that uh, yeah. used to drive down with us. I mean, that was an interesting journey, to be quite honest. <laughs> Imagine all us in the car. Together. That was quite funny. But it, you didn't mind. You, you didn't mind because you get there and you'd meet up with H and you'd meet up with Owen and, and, and Al James Anagan and Graham Roberts. And, uh, Brilliant. You know, you, you just had sheer fun. It, it, was, it was a joy. It was yeah. a joy. Brilliant. And, and Howard, I mean, that night, uh, if I remember rightly, you, you, you came in for a bit of rough treatment. They seemed, to, they seemed to know you were someone to mark, if I remember rightly, in that game. Yeah, I think it was Al James. I had a bit of a clash <laughs> with him a couple of times, I think, that game. Yeah. Um, um, but, you know, it was, it, like I say, it was, it's certainly, I think, probably one of the most memorable nights in my football career, like just for the, 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 the sheer atmosphere of it, for 
the amount of people in a ground of that size, it, it was it was like people say about it, it was actually electric. Like it, I, I, it was amazing feeling, um, and you know it was just such a shame we couldn't couldn't beat them there and then. But you yeah. know I think it was probably a fair result. In, you know in the end, I think if I remember rightly. But um, yeah, I think that was the probably one of the last sort of um, that sort of games we dropped points in. I think Haber Swift being away. Apart from that, I think we pretty yeah. much won everything from then on in. Oh, that's a good memory. I, I, I forgot about Abridge because we could have won it then, couldn't we? That was like three games from the end or something, wasn't it? We yeah, I think it. we drew nil-nil. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. Yeah, one of the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And funny, we should be talking, uh, and this will date this podcast a little bit, but uh, Yeovil won 2-1 away at Bromley last night. And uh, it was 2-1 away at Bromley that I... that date sticks in my mind 29th of April 1997 never forget it that night uh when when we won there and got promoted back to the to the conference I mean that was a special night as well wasn't it that was oh god yeah I mean I Go was on, injured at the time I was injured at the time and I can remember um I don't know if you remember H but I can remember pacing up and down <laughs> uh, and um I don't know I was 29 then, but I was acting like a little baby I was going round the back of the building trying to not listen to the crowd shouting and because and, I knew who was leading. So I was just waiting for it to finish before I could get, jump in a dressing room and, and celebrate with all you boys. But um, yeah, yeah, I think uh, if I remember rightly as well, it was um, a pretty windy night and I think we had the yeah. wind um, going in the first half. I don't know why I remember this so clearly now as, as we're talking about stuff like this, but it's coming back to me and uh, I sort of remember being uh, two up, I think, but thinking, oh, crikey, right. they've got, they got the wind behind him here. This is definitely not over this yet. Um, you know, and they were a tricky side, they were. Yeah. They were. They were. That was big and physical. It was like, remember yeah. the Alamo the second half, wasn't it? But we, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Like I said, but the, 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 you know, we defended properly, you know, again, like, and I, I, just the lads put their bodies on the line. And it, yeah, it was a real performance. But I said, uh, the, the back four certainly then and, and pens as well, like really yeah. sort of, you know, proper sort of really sort of put a shift in there. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah, and and then I would obviously uh, you know pr- promotion and then the opportunity for you to uh, to make a move back into the football league with with Birmingham City at the end of end of the. I mean, how did that move come about? Was it that they obviously you know you must have caught their eye? I'd have thought with the with the goal. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I think I think I know that uh, Jerry Gill was. Um, I think he'd gone up for a couple of trial games. Um, okay, and obviously I'd heard of the interest. Obviously, the lads talking about it. He'd gone up to play in the Midlands a couple of times. Um, for the Blues reserves, um, I hadn't heard anything uh, about me. I think, and um, uh, I think Robbo sat me down again. I think it was Chertsey away, just in the dugout, the home, the away dugout, and and said at the end of the game that, that they want to sign me. I, I heard nothing before, right. and obviously, you know, my jaw at the floor, and <laughs> I was obviously ecstatic. But I was, you know, whereas the the Jerry thing, it was kind of an ongoing thing, and it was in the offing and it was, you know, possibly in the pipeline. Whereas me, it was just a complete shock to me. I knew there was clubs interested, obviously because I was scoring goals, but, you know, you you hear that all the time. So-and-so is coming to watch you. This is happening, you know, but there was nothing firm. And obviously I think it came from the connection of of, uh, Robbo and um, Trevor Francis, obviously through their Rangers days that he invited him down to watch the Enfield game. I know Ah, Trevor always just said to me, he came to watch that game. Um, with a number of other scouts, and he was the one that that basically put his head on the block and said, "Look, yeah, we'll we'll take him," mm. um, and that's how how it came about from that game. And and I, I didn't was... have the best game against Enfield either. No, if I remember rightly. <laughs> like you say, you were getting kicked about a bit, as I recall. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, yeah, but I mean, what was that step like then? Obviously, you know, that's 
some time ago now that you you were joining. What it was it a big, a real noticeable step oh, up to that football? I remember. Yeah, I remember turning up first day of pre-season. Um, we went on a, um, again, it's one of them things that sticks in my mind, 40-minute run. I think I got overtaken by um, a coach who was about 50, if I'll be honest with you, <laughs> as I was running up this hill. And I think he turned around, and I think it was Mick Mills, and he turned around and said to me, he said, cool, I can't believe we signed you, or something like that. <laughs> right. And I just thought, right, I need to get myself fit here. Yeah. Um, I was living as a student before that, so I, I wasn't exactly living uh, a healthy uh, life. <laughs> right, yeah. What was it? I was enjoying my time. <laughs> yeah. Nothing wrong with 50 either. <laughs> still very young, isn't it? Still very yeah, young. I yeah, I'd like to think so, mate. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, how would just to talk a little bit about that, that Birmingham time, because um, you were there two seasons, am I right in saying? Yeah, um, about, two, about two and a half years before I yeah, left. Yeah, about two and a half years. Yeah. Um, and, and you did well in the, I, say, I seem to remember reserves. I think you were top scorer at least one season, weren't you? In the, yeah, I, I was top, yeah, top scorer for both. Um, mm. I, I, there was a lot of talk of a lot of the, 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 the sort of the, the, the fans saying, um, give him a chance. We were yeah. struggling for goals at a time, but it, it, it was what sort of prompted me to leave, really. that I think they obviously were signing quality players again, um, spending sort of a fair bit of money. And Trevor just, he, he just didn't seem to give me the opportunity to, to show what I could do. I'd, I'd already scored a, um, I played a few games in League Cup, um, scored in the league, um, the winner against QPR to sec- secure a playoff spot one right. year. Um, but the next game, back on the bench, and you know, I, I just thought, look, w- w- it seemed to me whatever I did, I would never really get a consistent run in the tight the team. Um, and I, I didn't, you know, knew my days weren't number, but um, to, to sort of play regular football, I'd have to, I'd have to look elsewhere. Yeah, and you had a couple of loans in that time as well. Was it Plymouth? Did you go to Plymouth? Then? Yeah, Plymouth yeah. was great. Loved it yeah. again in green. I always used to see play the <laughs> best football in green. That's uh, that's what my mum used to tell me. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I went down there a couple of months. Um, sc- scored three and nine games, but right. the reason they I kind of got on so well was um, two of them were against Exeter. Um, ah, so it right. was yeah, it was Cult a, hero. a massive yeah, it was yeah a home game. I think just the. 27th of December one year, yeah, 1-0 at home. Um, yeah, so ever since then, yeah, I've always been, yeah, basically, yeah, they, they talk quite fondly of me uh, down there as well. So, um, yeah, I was quite lucky. They did try to sign me at one point um, and I was happy to go, but um, supposedly I was asking for too much money, but that wasn't correct. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you don't ask, yeah. you don't get, do you? Uh, I, I well, mean, Mickey, I didn't get. <laughs> you didn't get, all right, okay. <laughs> but uh, uh, Mickey, I mean, obviously, how Howard had moved on, but um, then he brought in um, Owen Picard at Yeovil and, uh, you know, into the into the conference, and he hit the ground running, if I remember rightly, and I'm sure that can't have been a coincidence playing alongside Ron Patmore as well. Like you said, they struck up a very quick relationship as well. I mean, what was, what was Owen like uh, yeah, in comparison with some of the other strikers that we mentioned? Yeah, Be yeah, careful, I mean, he, yeah, he had his own, he had his own <laughs> qualities. He was, he was different to, to Howard, and I think to to Warren. They was uh, their old up play was better. I mean, Howard's running beyond was good, but I think um, um, he was a bit more slender. Um, I wouldn't say to say pace, especially with uh, quicker, especially with Howard on the phone. Um, but his <laughs> run, <laughs> his runs were cute. Uh, good finisher, and, and again, it was just. Um, just an extension of quality, especially in that area. I mean, if you look 
at the amount of goals these boys created, it certainly made my job a lot easier. Do you know what I yeah. mean? To, to, to captain, managing and defend. I mean, because they were scoring all sorts of goals. So, um, just, yeah, now just proper centre-forwards, really. You can take your pick from any of them. I mean, I don't want to leave Dean Burkby out. Yep. He was superb as well. Burko, he used to work his socks off. So, yeah, as, I'm, as I said numerous times before, just pleasure to play with. Pleasure to play with. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that, that season in the in the conference, am I right in saying that was your, your last one? Yeah, you, you joined up because Graham left, didn't he? Uh, he talked yeah. to us about the reasons for him leaving, so we don't have to go over that again. But <laughs> No, you know, you know that. We won't go into that. But we yeah, won't go I, into I had, that. Um, I've got offered better terms to stay. And yeah. to, to this day, to be honest, I, you know, again, as Al would, would, would tell you, it's you sometimes regret some of the decisions you make in your football in life. And I think that was one that, that I regret having left the club. I mean, I, I was the other way around to Howard. Howard got noticed. I played my pro football and then come in to Yeovil, the, the back end of it, hence the reason in the different range, uh, age between me and H. But yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely regret now, I can honestly say that I did leave uh, Yeovil because it sort of like petered out after that, but you don't always make the right decisions. No, no. But I, I mean, I suppose just, just to finish with the both of you, I mean, you, you've, you've spoken obviously very fondly about the, the, the club. I mean, if I had to ask you to pick one memory of your, of your time with Yeovil, and I would feel free to mention, you know, the times when you came back as a, as a player later on as well. Uh, I mean, what would yeah. it be? What would be the, the, the uh, memories that you would have that remind you of your, your Yeovil time? Mickey, maybe if we start with you. Um. I definitely remember, uh, again, I was injured, but that home game where we uh, celebrated with the trophy um, yeah. in front of a large crowd. I can't remember who we played there. H, who was it? Do you remember? It was about 4,500 there for that game. Yeah. Chertsey yeah. on that last game, wasn't it? Chertsey. It might have been. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. Might, it might have been Chertsey. Um, uh, I, I definitely remember that. Obviously, I remember the Enfield game because that will stick with us, as I've said before. Yeah. But the the most thing I do remember is the whole three years um, yeah. because of what the club was about, what the players was about, how Graham organised that and how everyone got on so well. Um, I think, I'll, it, as, as, as Howard said, it's, it's a memory that I won't forget and I love doing these podcasts. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, it's great to do it again, do it. And I have to say one thing I remember about that uh, that game against Church was Tony Pennock scored a penalty there, didn't he? Was he like the only player who hadn't scored that season, I think? And I'm sure right. he got... I think he got a yeah, penalty. Yeah, that's that right. Um, I, I was... I was. I think the lads got on my back because they said, he's the only one that scored. And I was going for um, the golden Actually, boot eh? that year. And I was thinking, hang on a minute. I'm thinking... <laughs> Um, I'm giving away potentially an easy goal here, but um, I, I was like more than happy um, for that to happen. And luckily, it, it kind of worked out in the end. I think I scored a couple anyway, but um, I was yeah. thinking, everyone's like, he ain't scored, he ain't scored, let him take it. I'm like, uh, uh, and I, I, had I been a bit older, I'd probably told him to off, but I, I, I was like, yeah, I better do. Yeah. So. Brilliant. And I would, I suppose, same question to you. Like I say, you obviously had two more spells with the club in two thousand, early two thousands, wasn't it? I mean, what would be your memory of Yeovil if you if you had to pick one? Um, like I say, obviously the Enfield night was a special night, but for me, it was the it was the Bromley way um, away game. Um, yeah. the, the fact that we hadn't done it on the Saturday at uh, Haybridge that I wouldn't say that it was, 
a little bit more pressure on us. But um, just that night, I remember like traveling back that sort of evening and uh, like the changing rooms. And I, I think I, I, I'm sort of moving house at the end of this week, funnily enough. And I, I went back through a few boxes and there was a paper that, that was released, I think, the week later. Yeah. And I was looking at some of the pictures and there's one of us all in there, Mickey, and you're in there with a bottle of champagne. <laughs> That's on like that. It must have yeah. been a stunt double weight, weren't <laughs> <laughs> And to me, that, that, that was a night that I'll kind of never forget that um, a culmination of like months and months of hard work for me, but obviously yeah, the team yeah. for the whole season. Um, but And also sort of playing such a, an important role in that. It was, to me, it was, that was probably the, the, the one night in football I'll, I'll certainly cherish, probably one of the most ever, I think. Yeah, agreed. Fantastic. Well, uh, like I say, we asked that uh, we, we threw a question out to uh, the people that listen to this podcast to ask them which players from our past they want to hear. It, and your two names were the first ones who came up. So even after all these years, you're still very well remembered by everyone at, um, at Yeovil. So, um, uh, it just remains for me to say thank you both uh, for spending the time talking with us. And um, yeah, uh, hopefully if you if you find yourself back in the uh, in the southwest of England, I'm sure there'll be a warm welcome for you at Ewish Park. Yeah, I'd just like to say, lovely to speak to you. Yes, like you say, thank you very much, Howard. Lovely to speak to you, my friend. Yeah, uh, Andrew, I, Mickey. I wish you well. You look after yourself. Andrew, and Dave, and yeah. David, thanks very much. Brilliant. Yeah, thanks again, Dave. chaps. Speak soon. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye bye. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott, goal! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.